graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. The views and opinions expressed, including the depictions of persons of color and members of the LGBTQA community, do not reflect any official policy or position of the U.S. government. This program contains graphic language, violence, nudity, misogyny, racism, anti-Semitism, hate crimes, and depictions of sexual assault. Be advised. Mark my words, Uncle Joe. And mark them well. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I will exact vengeance. As God is my witness, I will bring you to the brink of extinction, or I will die trying. Happy New Year, Mocha Joe! Happy New Year, Larry! Hey, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. This is 2020. 2020 and this is 2020 2020 2020 2020 and this is 2020 2020 2020 and this is 2020 2020 and this is 2020 2020 and this is 2020 2020 2020 and this is that's a great fucking name. So, you are a gold star, Chris Cologne. But that name, though, what a great name. You want me to uh, keep it Kelly Maxwell style, so you know there's going to be plenty of motherfucking F-bombs. As in fuck bombs. Isn't it funny? I've never actually thought of F-bombs. Why can't... It's, it's fuck bombs. <laughs> That's kind of funny to me. A lot of fuck bombs. Have <laughs> we... Am I the only one that's ever, like, said fuck bombs? I'm gonna change it instead of f bomb. It's no longer f bomb, it's fuck bomb. <laughs> Yo. Chris. Where'd my powerful fucking vagina go, huh? So don't piss me off. My powerful vagina. You got this. You fucking got this. Chris Cologne, your name is already badass.
It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And happy 2020. And we're recording this on February. Yes, we totally missed the entire fucking month of January. That last episode. And it's not for a lack of trying, people. This is like our third attempt to try to record. Uh, I, I found a, a workaround. My internet at home sucks balls so fucking bad that we're literally uh, streaming, talking to each other, or using my phone as the Wi-Fi hotspot. Because my phone gives me better fucking Wi-Fi than fucking Frontier does. But say la vie. So is the way of the world. Yes, it's it's terrible. So so how was your how was your new year, Paul? Good. I've you know, I have no complaints. <laughs> no but, complaints so far. But you know, we started the year and like Australia was on fire and and you know, there's a new fucking coronavirus or whatever. There's I, I know it goes by another name, but there's like a fucking a new black plague that's coming out of China and uh you know, we got basketball players falling out of the fucking sky and it's like, you know, to January to <laughs> January 2020 was pretty fucking rough. I mean, in the bigger picture of things, you know, you know, Puerto Rico's getting fucking hit by earthquakes. Uh, you know, as we're recording this today, the fucking and this is and this is, I mean, I want to get into it, but I don't want to get deep, deep into it. Uh, you know, the our our president was acquitted. Uh, you know, as they say, if the if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. And that being said, uh, what we were praying for from from day one for his impeachment, uh, obviously a fucking gigantic kangaroo court. This is gonna be one of those things that. Uh, you know, in 10, 15 years, if this country is still fucking around, you know, it's going to be in the history books. Like, you know, it's going to be, you know, they're going to do an investigation and they're going to fucking start showing, you know, where this, where the system broke down, you know, and obviously well, when they're, when they're denying fucking evidence and they're denying witnesses, I mean, it's like, it's so fucking blatantly obvious what the fuck, you know, uh, the Republicans are doing that it's like, it's an insult. It's a slap in the face. It's like it's like the death of fucking justice in this country. I mean, it's bad. Like, you know, you know, if you're gonna fuck me, you know, buy me dinner first. You know, like they should have, you know, you know, they should have at least ran through some of the motions or, you know, let like some of the less credible witnesses go through or something. You know, like give people like get witnesses, but people you could discredit or something. Like to just flat out say, no, we're not gonna have any witnesses and we're not gonna we're not gonna let any evidence in. It's so fucking blatantly obvious what the fuck is going on, and 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 you know we're gonna look back at this the way we look back at like the fucking Nixon administration, you know, it's like you know that, and and the whole thing is we had a chance to stop it, we had a chance to fucking get this shit in check, and 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 you we've basically given Donald Trump free reign, we've basically given Donald Trump the 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 fucking keys to the kingdom and say go right ahead, do whatever the fuck you want because you know <clears throat> whenever your your actions have no consequence, you know. And yeah. it's just, it's it, it's really fucking sad. It's really fucking scary, you know. And um, you know, like uh, what happened the other well, as we're recording once again, as we're recording this, the Iowa caucus. Like, you know, let's just say, and of course, once again, I I I want him voted out. I want him, you know, I want him voted out, and I want him voted out in a fucking landslide. That being said, oh, that was the other thing that we started the new year. We were going to go to war. <laughs> that was another thing. Um, but when we have, you know, even. 
if Trump is clearly beaten in the poll when it comes to the next election, he's not going to fucking concede. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to fucking go gracefully. He's not going to, he's no. not going to say, all right, you won. Okay. I'm going to leave the, po-. he's going to like, he's going to say it's a fucking, he's going to want to recount. And he, you know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't obviously fall in his favor, like it did in, in 2016, and obviously it didn't, it, you know, the electoral college fell in his favor, not the popular vote. Vote, you know, he'll grab hold on to whatever the fuck, you know. But if 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 we see a repeat in 2020 or later on this year, you know, where you know he's gonna, I'm the best and I won, you know, if 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 people actually get out there and motivate. And, and it's a landslide against him. It's all those, you know, fucking 49 blue states. And of course, I'm, I'm shooting for the stars when I say shit like that. But, you know, you know, even if it's a landslide, he's not going to fucking, he's not going to go graceful. He's going to fucking fight it. And, and it's just, you know, seeing how he, seeing how he is with everything else, it's like, oh, fuck, come on, man. You know, and, and as, as we're recording this last night was the State of the Union, uh, speech. Um, I saw like the first like 45 minutes and then I kind of got distracted and I, I never went back and that's sort of my fault, you know, and, and just watching it just, you know, I watch it like I like I hate watch it <laughs> you know, like like people hate watch like reality TV. And I was like, you know, it's so full of shit. And then there was the, uh, you know, uh, the, the the cherry on the top of the pie on top of the, the you know, the cherry on top was uh, Nancy Pelosi ripping up. the <laughs> ripping up the speech at when it was over and i had made a post today about how like last year she did that very sarcastic clap remember when she did the, she did the clap and then now this year yeah this year she's ripping up the um so i mean you know this guy's in a fucking fantasy world he's talking about how great the numbers are and how america is bouncing back and it's like if america's bouncing back i'm certainly not fucking feeling it you know what I'm saying i'm not feeling it in my pocket i'm not you know and you know and i'm pretty sure you know you, you could always use numbers you know it's very easy to uh, you know unemployment's down and it's all the bullshit you know yeah but there's because there's more shitty jobs and stuff like that so once again i mean i don't want to go deep deep into it but you know then even though he went deep deep into it <laughs> um you know and then uh one of the fucking cronies he gave he gave fucking rush limbaugh a fucking medal uh, i you know i forgot i don't know if the medal of freedom or something like that but yeah. rush limbaugh who's a fucking radio dj uh you know was it he was a he was on he was on didn't he like he admitted to fucking being on a on a oxycodone oxycontin and shit like that or you know like he wasn't he like oxycontin fucking fanatic for a while you know and it just i don't like, know I, I don't try to i don't try to follow him that much to be honest with you yeah i hate to say it but i'm, I'm not like a I'm not sitting there like following him on a regular basis, unfortunately. I, I will say though, I, I think a lot of people are kind of just going because I mean, if you watched the 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 whole speech last night, everybody was there was a lot of people going, "This is really all over the place." Yeah. Like one minute there was something stupid, then it was something nice, and then it was something stupid, and then it was something nice, and you're just like sitting there going, "Can we just can can you just do a regular State of the Union speech, please?" Because I'm I'm just getting I'm getting annoyed at this. He's full of shit. <laughs> And, you know, and that's, you know, and that's what they've given him a fucking script. Yeah, him- I mean, I'm kind of on the same page as what Biden had said tonight during his uh, town hall for CNN. Basically, I'm I feel for the guy in the sense that, you know, you don't want to ever you don't ever want to hate based on somebody getting cancer. But on the other side, it's like, why would you give somebody a medal of freedom when he said some of the shit that he has? Um, I, I just it, it just it's it's like one of those things where you're like, OK, so you're putting a guy that that said all these things in the same category is Joe Biden, Martin Luther King. um. 
I want to say Rosa Parks was in there as well. Like there, there's a couple people, like famous people that definitely deserved it. And you're, you're putting this guy in that's made like racist comments. You're, yeah. I, I, I just I, I that Go on. that just confuses me. That just really confuses me. Yeah, I mean, this guy, the the America that we're dealing with today, that we're dealing with Republicans that choose fucking party over country, party over common sense, you know, loyalty to the conservatives more than you know, uh, you know, than what goes against what goes in their own pockets. Um, you know, this is a guy who who has spread so many lies and so many. Or and you know half truths and and so much hyperbole for years and years and years and like like we get to Trump's America through Rush Limbaugh you know like 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 he's been a consistent fucking thorn in the side of 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 the left you know for for you know and I remember like back you know go back when like so when Howard Stern was still on fucking terrestrial radio you know that's that's how I know about Rush Limbaugh through like through Howard Stern and you know. <clears throat> And, and during the Clinton years. And, you know, this guy made his career talking shit about the Clintons at first, you know, and then, and, and it's, you know, and it's fucking snowballed since then. But, like, you know, we've gotten this, the, the, the right, uh, you know, the Republicans, the right, you know, and I, and I hate to say the, I hate to say the right, it sounds like I'm saying the correct, but not, you know, the right as opposed to the left, you know, there, there's a faction of the right that is so fucking fervent and so fucking, uh, you know, their nails dug deep and, and they're not moving at all. And it's because of, the lies and shit that that Rush Limbaugh has spread, you know, and and these people, when when all they're getting is their information from Rush Limbaugh, you know, <laughs> you know, they 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 have a, a warped view of the fucking world, and they think that you know everything's right, and you know, and then you know that they say conservatives they want to conserve the way things were. Yeah, the world has changed. This is not the nineteen fucking fifties, and don't be wrong, even in nineteen fifties, shit was shit sucked even back then. It just appeared nice, you know what I'm saying? But as the world gets more connected, we're starting to realize how fucking small and marginalized, uh, you know, things have become, and 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 you know, your you know, the conservatives, your 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Your good life comes at the expense of other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you don't get to live on top of the hill unless you have fucking, you know, uh, serfs and fiefdoms at the fucking bottom of the hill, you know? And, and these people, like, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to, they don't want to admit that, you know, their life comes from at the expense of others. You know, they want, oh, the land of the free, and you know, motherfucker, it ain't free. <laughs> you know what I'm these are these are the slave owners who yeah. wanted to be free. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they don't they don't by want the way, to, by they the don't way, want a mirror in their face. I, I was I was making fun of um I don't know. Have you ever heard Mitch McConnell speak? Yeah, he's very thoughtful. Have you, well, so so have you ever have you ever heard him like hear like heard him saying something on the Senate floor and you just thought, wow, he sounds like a slave owner. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, like I was I was listening to him talk today during. The last part of this impeachment, I'm just like that guy. Just sounds yeah. like a fucking ignorant he, he, slave. He probably comes from seriously. Fucking, he probably, you know, I, I guarantee you, but you know, his great granddaddy or whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, I, I kind of want to get away from all that. I, I really want to actually shit on the the Iowa caucuses for a couple minutes if I can. Yeah, boy, did am I allowed fucking, to do that? Oh, you know, like like uh, you know. So uh, this let, fucking let me, country, everything is fucking falling apart. Why can't we get a let, fucking let me, election straight? I'm going. I'm sorry. So. So, so let, let, let me let me shit on this, please, because I've been I've been jonesing to talk about this and people are getting tired of me putting it on Twitter. So I might as well put it on a podcast. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about a caucus. So, first of all, caucuses are the, the shittiest way to vote for somebody. Mm-hmm. So they go and they change these rules. First of all, you change the rules. So the fucking um, so, number one, you're going to use an app 
to send the results to the main office. <laughs> That's strike one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> strike two, your phone system doesn't work. And then strike three, get this, get this. This is going to make your head like you're, you're you, by the time I'm done explaining this to you, Chris, you're going to go. Yeah. So we're going to start with New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is, this is the new rules. This is number three. This is the rule of the strike three. This is, these are the rules that they set up this year. So normally when you would go caucus, the first round, you would pick whoever you wanted. And then the second round would be the, the final round and they would, you could change sides if you want. Mm-hmm. This year, what they did was, is in the first round, if your candidate passes a certain a certain threshold, mm-hmm. they get to they get to continue into the second round. If not, if your candidate doesn't, then you have to pick from whatever many past that threshold, or you could do something else, like you could do uncommitted or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. It comes to find out that you got people losing votes because they're chew- they because they didn't get into the they they didn't pass the threshold, mm-hmm. or you know it, it you you had to choose somebody else so that way you could you could win. So like for example, people that were going for Joe Biden, uh, Amy Klobuchar, like the moderate people mm-hmm. were going to Pete Buttigieg on the second round because they didn't pass the they didn't pass the threshold. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting there going like. Yeah, Pete did really well because they all, all the moderates went to him so that the way the moderates would win. And then like, so like round one, like Pete Buttigieg was winning. And then round two, it's, um, like Bernie Sanders winning. And it, and it's really so fucked up. And like news organizations aren't fucking reporting both rounds. And you're just in my head, like right now, it's just hurting just by explaining this. Like I'm literally putting my head on my fucking head. Like I, I just, dude, Iowa is no longer allowed to go first. And a lot of people have been saying it and I agree with them. It needs to be done. It needs to be done no more and just be done with it. Because here's part of it. Here's the other problem. It's 91% white. Yeah. Like, like here's the problem with that. A Joe Biden who is like way out front in South Carolina right now, and that could change. But if he wins South Carolina, what does that say for the people that win these other states where it's mostly white says shit because it's not reflecting the democratic party. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just like, why is this fucking state going first? But also why the fuck are you using a goddamn app when the goddamn last election got fucking hacked? Exactly. What the fuck is wrong with you? So when I I heard they're going to use the app, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Cause I, I haven't, I mean, I may not, I don't, I don't follow the news as, as like, as, like you, I know you follow the news a lot, but like when I heard that night and I like the app and I'm like, a fucking app? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, and here's, uh, wait a minute, not to jump, let me jump in real quick, but Nevada is using that same app. So guess what? They just, they were like, when this all started happening, they're like, we're not fucking using this shit anymore. So <laughs> now that could be a shit show too, because whatever, depending on whatever they're doing, and I think they're going to call it in mm-hmm. just to make sure that everything comes in but it's just like holy shit dude like what the fuck <laughs> you know what i mean like can you not get your shit together and make sure that you have um everything together before you come in like you literally have hurt the DN- you've hurt the democratic race already now new hampshire's not going to be that way it's a primary you just go in you vote in a booth and you leave or i don't know what new hampshire's uh, system is but i mean if it's like new york you fill out a paper ballot you put it you actually feed it into the machine so you have not only a paper trail, but then you also have the machine doing it electronically. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no way for you to fuck this up. 
if you think somebody meddled in the election, you look at the paper ballots and you go, okay, this person, these, all these people voted for these people. Oh, look, they all match up. We're good. See what I'm saying? So I just, I'm moving on from Iowa and I'm just going, okay, New Hampshire's where we start. <laughs> I'm like, New Hampshire's where we start. I know Bernie Sanders will probably win that state, but New Hampshire is where we're going to start. And, you know, it just it just has to be what it is. You know what I mean? It's just so, so, you know, look, technically, in theory, anything can be hacked. You know, there is no such thing as a secure system. But, you know, when I heard app, I'm like, fucking, you know, anybody, you know, a, a, you know, an overcaffeinated 20 year old from Seattle could make a fucking app. You know what I'm saying? And like and it's based on mm -hmm. Linux and, and 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 it's like it just when I heard app. It just it fucking blew my mind. It's like, and especially in this day and age where we should be worried about hacking and stuff like that, and you know, uh, literally, you know, where the president's asking other countries to fucking hack into <laughs> his opponents. Uh, you know, and we're talking about you know, and even the people that worry about fucking Hillary's emails. It's like, you know, to, to use an app? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's just I don't know. It just oh, just rubs. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And and that's the thing. Like you know, this is a bad way for us to start off. And and it's just you know, it plays into dipshit's hands. And that's the part. That's the part of the problem. And I and I'm just you know, I'm over Iowa. I just want to move on to New Hampshire. I hope Biden does well because he didn't really do well this this first time. And I'm just you know. I'm just hoping that we can, you know, just do better because that is not how it should be. And by the way, get rid of fucking caucuses. They're, they just don't make any sense anymore. Yeah, in this day and age, yeah, As we get rid, get rid of the fucking electoral college, get rid of caucus, you know. Have, and then the whole thing is because like, and, and go on. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say real quick. Sorry, I was gonna say real quick. Like Elizabeth Warren's campaign was saying that some of these uh, um, precinct pet captains mm -hmm. were like fucking up count numbers. So like so not only not only did the app not work not only were you you know these Collins really bad and by the way you had to go knock on somebody's door because these these precinct captains went fuck it I can't get it through I'm gonna go to sleep mm -hmm. um but then you know these precinct captains weren't even counting correctly so it's like how am I supposed to trust these these fucking like numbers from you guys I don't I don't trust the numbers and and then and what I was gonna say real quick is then you got fucking people like all over the internet like and and it's mostly the Bernie people like and this is this is this is what and look I don't agree with how Hillary's been going after Bar Bernie but like she's right about one thing her fucking his fucking like not hers his fucking like followers are like brutal sometimes not all of them but mm. there are some like radical followers of Bernie. And they call them the Bernie Bros. That are just like they're going up on the internet right now. Their target has been Biden. Oh well, the, the DNC wants Biden. Now it's oh well, they want Pete Buttigieg. And then they're like, oh well, Pete Buttigieg has the same app, so it must be him. And I'm like, guys, stop! Like, just fucking stop! Like, stop trying to find a target because your your candidate didn't do as well as he was supposed to. By the way, here's a here's a worrisome problem. The turnout in Iowa was shit. There wasn't a huge turnout, and that's a problem, Chris. That's a fucking problem. Like, if if there's not a huge turnout in some of these other states, like let's just say that Iowa's just a like a blip. Mm -hmm. Like, if if we're not starting to see high turnout, that's that's a that worries me. Mm -hmm. that that really worries me and it should worry every democrat because if that if that's going to happen that could happen in the election and if it does we're fucked I, you know i think you know one thing that i you know i guess we should address is that you know uh, you know i you know if it hasn't been evident uh, <laughs> i'm sort of backing bernie and i know you i know you're a biden guy 
and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that maybe make the, the rest of the year pretty interesting. Um, you know, I, I, and I understand, yes, he does have radical, but I think, I think we need radical. <laughs> I think we need. I just, it, well, so where I come from, Chris, is it's, it's not about like, uh, do I, do I think that we need to we need to start reaching out into bigger ideas? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I I, I I do think that we need to start stretching into some, not all of them. A, a lot of them are way fucking off the. But anyways, um, you know, it, it's like his his Medicare for all plan. Like he's like, and don't get me wrong, I'll give him credit. He, he sits there and he says, I'm gonna tax everybody. Okay, you're at least being honest, but you're not gonna get my vote for that. I, I already pay for enough shit. Why would I want to pay for somebody else's health care? I mean, we already kind of do that already through Medicare. So why would I want to pay for even more money on top of that? No, I'm, I'm good. But it's not just that. It's the fact that, like, I just don't like how it's like what what Trump is. Let me backtrack. What what Trump has done ha- is that he has like literally is slowly like destroying us and what our view is in the world. And here's the thing: people think, and they were talking about this on on CNN and other places. Like, literally, what's happening is actually Biden was talking about this during his town hall. Like, you know. Trump has literally broken our relationships with most of the countries that we deal with. Mm -hmm. So, and here's the thing, and this is the way I view it. We do need to do stuff. We do need to do some new things. We need to do things with the environment. We need to do things with green jobs and, and promote that as much as possible. But what we also need to do is we also need to get somebody in the office that can clean up Trump's mess, which means somebody with experience. And don't get me wrong. If, if Pete Buttigieg were to win Democratic nomination and please I hope that really doesn't happen no offense to him but I just I don't think a mayor from a city that's that has a less of a population than Rochester New York <laughs> fucking can run a nation um and plus he doesn't have any like he's not he's never been a senator a house representative you know what I mean blah 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 mm-hmm. um I would vote for him because I'm a moderate but I just I don't want him I want somebody like Biden I, and that's the thing and I think a lot of people are thinking that but the problem is is they're not coming out and we need people to come out. And that's that's the problem. Like the polls say, yes, Biden's doing well, and then nobody comes out. And by the way, that's been hurting Bernie, too, because if you look at the Iowa caucuses, yeah, he had a lot of like students come out for him. Mm-hmm. But number one, a lot of them were going for Pete and Warren as well. But and but the problem was, is if the turnout were higher, he would have done even better. Mm-hmm. So it's very worrisome that this is what's happening. And plus, Trump has already has already laid the issue that's going to kill us if we if we let it happen, and that's he's talk he said in his is is um State of the Union last night about the whole fucking um, socialism thing, and I'm just like, dude, we're gonna get killed if if either Warren or because uh, that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna use it against us. It's gonna motivate him to get fucked. Yeah, but it's and that's just what that's all I want to that say. That is a word to fucking scare people. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, socialism. well, Biden's doing the same thing. It's like uh, you know, Biden is is literally saying that to saying that to everybody. And you know what? Uh, honestly, there are people. You're right. Like you're you're right. Like he's if if we have somebody like Elizabeth Warren or Sanders. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. And I, I, we can't afford. We can't afford. I'm not more independent. A moderate independent. I just. I just wish we could just get something. Get get a nominee as soon as possible and just start the charge. But I don't think that's gonna happen this time around. Like I put up on Twitter, I think Biden's going to get a couple states, I think Anders is going to get a couple states, and I think Buttigieg is going to get a couple states. And then what's going to happen, never has 
will win the nomination. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen here. I don't think Buttigieg is going to be able to go all the way. I think he's going to get killed here in the southern states to drop out. But I do think that Biden will do better and win. We'll just have to wait. But go on. I know you want to talk about Sanders. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying, is this, you know, I, I like what he's saying, you know, and 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 I think Trump after fucking like Trump's whole agenda has been undoing everything fucking Obama. And so, like, he's pushing he's pushing the pendulum so far in one direction that I think, you know, the only way to course correct is getting a fucking let's swing the pendulum in the whole fucking other opposite direction, you know, and, and and and, you know, try to get shit in order because, you know, and obviously, you know, it's not like Bernie, Bernie Sanders is going to walk into office that first day and, and fucking the world's going to be fixed. I mean, there's a lot of shit to take care of you know there's a lot of shit to undo before you even get started walking forward and uh but you know i mean just just looking at the guy i mean the guy's been the guy's been fighting for the little man since before we were fucking born and you know so i sort of like you know that alone you know what i'm saying when when you see that he's been he's been saying and preaching the same stuff you know from footage you know from 30 40 years ago you know uh, you know the guy has the guy has the best intentions in the world you know what i'm saying donald trump obviously did not have the best record in the world and people still fucking found a reason to fucking vote for him so i think you know i think you know the guy's he he's not going to fucking waste the opportunity he's gonna do what he can and you know, hopefully get us out of fuck giant fucking holes that donald trump is done oh, shit did i lose you i lost no i'm still here i just muted my mic that's all okay no no mike because my computer was giving me some weird beef all right so uh let's kind of veer off a little bit and go on to the next uh, I, I found a perfect subject to kind of lead us from one topic to the next uh our wonderful president uh uh, Mr. You have to respect the flag and you have to respect the anthem, uh, was caught on Super Bowl Sunday in a room full of fucking people. Uh, apparently at least, uh, at, at least two people were filming him. Well, during the fucking, uh, during the national anthem, you know, he's fidgeting around, he's moving his seat around, he's pointing at people. And then, then, like, it's one thing, okay, maybe you're, maybe you're a fucking giant man-child who has no fucking uh, attention, you have fucking attention deficit syndrome. Then, like, during the fucking national anthem, like, he puts up his hands like he's conducting a fucking orchestra, you know? And this is not Super Bowl Sunday. You're not, like, you're not, uh, you know, uh, one, you're in a room full of people, and you're not, like, with your family, you know, this wasn't some casual fucking gathering where, okay, maybe he was being an asshole because he was just whatever in a party mood or whatever. You're in a room full of fucking people and you're the president of the United States of America, especially one that has gone after the football players for, for, for taking a knee, uh, during the national anthem. You know, if you're going to take that stance and be fucking hard ass and, oh, they're disrespecting the flag and they're disrespecting the, the troops and all the shit. But what, you can't stand still while the fucking national anthem plays? And, you know, and then, and then to play around, like to conduct a fucking orchestra, you know, it, it just shows the fucking level of hypocrisy and the level of, you know, what a fucking man child, you know, that, that he can't stand still for fucking, you know, three minutes and, and put his hand over his heart. Everybody, everybody in that room, his own fucking, you know, immigrant wife, <laughs> you know, was standing there fucking ramrod straight with her hand over her heart, you know. Everyone in that room. Now, of course, okay, you can say the two people that were filming him were kind of disrespecting the, the, the national anthem because they should be paying attention to the national anthem and not filming him. But obviously, 
you know, this is it's this is news. This, you know, get, to getting getting footage of the president, uh, 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 you know, frolicking around, frolicking around like a fucking child while the fucking national anthem plays is 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 you know, <laughs> you know, I'd probably whip out my phone too. And not that I'm Mister, you know, uh, for the most part, you know, if I'm during if I'm at a place in the national anthem and everyone in the room has their hands over their hearts and stuff like that, I'm generally gonna sit the fuck still and put my hand over my heart and you know look at the flag, which you know the rules that's the they're the rules, but you know that's how you respect the flag. But you know this, you know, the president is a giant fucking child who can't fucking stand still uh, for the Super Bowl. And, I would agree with that, and uh, I think we could use that to transition into the Super Bowl, which I could give two shits about. But you know, uh, the Super Bowl being what it is, um, and we'll get to that in the nerdy news. You know, the, all the all the commercials, and the whole thing is, I was way off i for some reason i thought the super bowl didn't start until like eight so like i missed like i missed a good chunk of the super bowl you know they have all the the early um you know i i didn't see like the first like quarter or whatever of of the super bowl so there were commercials that i missed that i caught later on on youtube um but uh, okay so then but uh let's we could talk about the super bowl halftime show did you have did you see it or were you, or were you working at night or the uh the super bowl Oh, the Super Bowl? No, yeah. I was uh, I was actually off. You were off? What was that? I lost you there for a second. Uh, I was saying that I was I worked during the day and then actually was off that night. Okay. Did you watch the Super Bowl or you were too busy doing other things? Yeah, I, I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what's your opinion on the uh, the halftime show? <laughs> uh, I mean, I can definitely see why people were like maybe they I don't hear what they did but didn't like an issue with it if, if that was uh, okay I, I think I lost him end, but I hear you now um yeah my deal was it's like look every Super Bowl halftime show sucks you know what I'm saying I can't think of a, I can't think of a single year that I particularly love but you know when they do these Super Bowl shows they know it's you know it's worldwide I think think it's one i think it's like the most watched thing in the world maybe second to like you know obviously like the world the the soccer world cup and stuff like that and that's because you know that's big in a billion countries other than the united states but you know the 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 super bowl is definitely top five (laughs) you know most watched things in the world and um so you know you're gonna get the pop stars you're gonna get you know you're gonna get the madonnas and the britney spears and you know and even if you do get a rock band you get the the maroon fives of the world and shit like that or, 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 you know, Rolling Stones and stuff like that, um, you know, and they're going to appeal to the middle of the road, casual viewer. And, uh, you know, but for that being said, I mean, you know, for people to get all bent out of shape, you know, OK, it's Shakira and J-Lo. It's two Hispanic women. I hate when they say Latino, Latino. I don't I feel wrong saying Latino or Latina women. They're, they're Hispanic. You know, Shakira's from Colombia. I mean, I believe she has Lebanese in her in her family tree but you know for the most part she's she was known from being from colombia her career started in colombia her career started you know she put out like she put out rock album way before she became famous in the united states you know and jennifer lopez is obviously you know uh, we know her from like you know in living color and the selena movie and, and and she puts out pop music and she's from puerto rico but you know it just goes to show like you know the 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 controversy of the night was that she was wearing like a a, a big feathery jacket that on the outside was the american flag and then when she walked down the the ramp you know she flipped up flipped it open and it was a puerto rican flag on the inside and there's people getting bent out of shape but it, it's like that anybody literally getting bent out of shape about that it's like they're revealing that they're a fucking racist you know saying like puerto ricans are american citizens people whether you like it or not and uh you know 
I think with the jacket being the American flag on the outside and the Puerto Rican flag on the inside was a, like a political message, you know. And then there's uh, there's the part where her daughter was singing and you see all these like little girls singing and they're like almost like they're sitting in cages. Like I know it was like it was like installations on the stage, but like they're all sitting on like these weird like oval like cages. And I think that's also, I mean, is it a political statement about, you know, but, you know, to to the racist, you know, they forget that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. You know, I'll uh, go back to your country. Motherfucker, I am in my country. You know what I'm saying? I may not be on the main island, uh, but I am on my I am in my country, um, you know, and, you know, for people, you know. You know, I know there's people who, you know, they look at Jennifer Lopez and they think of Shakira and they all look at those Mexicans. No, they're not Mexicans. Once again, you got a Colombian and a Puerto Rican. You know, Colombia is its own country in South America. Puerto Rico is a, a, an island in the Caribbean. You know, but the, the racists don't see that and, and they lump everything together. So it's so funny when you see like this outcry of people who are against. And once again, if you say I don't like the music, fine. I look, I don't like the music either. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a big Jennifer Lopez fan. I mean, I like Shakira or her. I, if I had to choose, I would like Shakira's music more than Jennifer Lopez's, you know, because Shakira has a couple more, like, poppier hits, uh, which I know I'm going to get my Puerto Rican card taken away from me for saying that. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, you know, the music is going to suck. <laughs> you know, anything that caters to the middle of the road is going to suck in the eyes of most people, <laughs> you know, as, as, as it appeals to the fucking, you know. The moms that are sitting at home and, you know, it's, it's appealing, you know, where you know, the football's getting the dads and the, the halftime show is for the mom. You know, it's it's to get that or to get the teenagers that are into like, you know, and, you know, and really and what teenagers are listening to fucking Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like even, you know, even, you know, they're women in their, you know, 40s and 50s. You know, these are women in their 40s and 50s. They're not exactly uh, catering to the fucking teenager crowd anyway. But, you know, it just it, it just blew my mind how people really fucking reveal their racism when they come out and like they speak out against it you know saying if you don't like the music go right ahead don't like it you know people really took offense okay you're, you're, you're fucking showing your cards when you fucking when you speak out so fervently against two women two attractive women who are shaking their fucking ass you know just shut up and enjoy that <laughs> shut up and enjoy you know uh, two women you know putting on a show um okay all right let's move on to other kind of news yo, yo, yo. you hear me i hear you, you hear now me? yeah yeah i was dropping in and out sorry yeah, I don't know what was... Because, like, when you were talking, it was sort of, like, it was kind of coming in and out also. Yeah. Right. Um, so we'll be left off. All right, so uh, we have the uh, the story of Kobe Bryant uh, getting into a plane crash... Uh, excuse me, helicopter crash, crashing with his daughter and a bunch of other parents and, and other kids that were going to uh, basketball practice or something to that effect. And... Because I, I didn't know that until a little later. When it... When it after the... After, right immediately, immediately after the crash, unfortunately, I was a rude asshole and I made some rude comments. I did not... At the time when i made those jokes what no then i made a joke about helicopter parenting which is kind of fucked up but uh you know the point is when i made the initial jokes i didn't know his daughter was on the on the, on the helicopter but it was one of those things where they wanted to avoid car traffic and something that would have been a 45 minute drive gets cut down to 15 minutes if you take a helicopter so i mean and i guess he was generous enough that he, you know other kids on his daughter's team he let the parents and the kids get on a helicopter also but it was a totally avoidable, um, not to mention that the conditions of the, that, that day of the crash, uh, the pilot shouldn't have taken off. The pilot, or should have seen, you know, the, the cloud cover and said, you know, we're not going to go out. But, you know, there's unfortunately, you know, these pilots kind of have their, you know, alpha male machismo shit going on where, you know, they'll, you know, they'll go and, you know, prove how great they are by flying into, 
a foggy, smoggy area. And once again, this trip was made purely to get kids to like a basketball practice. And once again, my my facts may be wrong, but that's the way I understand. And so it was a totally unnecessary, uh, very flashy in my opinion, you know, to take a bunch of kids, a bunch of teenagers to a basketball game or to a back- basketball practice. And so, I mean, I, I hate to sound callous or anything like that, but you know, uh, this could have been avoided if they, you know, it, there's, there's no reason, there was no reason for all those people to be in that helicopter. And once again, there was no reason for the helicopter to be in the air. The pilot should have known better. And so, I mean, not that I'm, I don't want to speak ill of the dead or anything like that, but it was, you know, it was totally avoidable. And so my, my sympathies are a little lower than, than a lot of other people's, you know, and, and, and for some reason, you know, a lot of people liked Kobe Bryant. I was never, I, once again, I was never a sports guy, you know, I mean, I guess through my generation, I'm more of a, a Michael Jordan fan, you know, so, you know, people always like, oh, he's better than Michael Jordan. No, <laughs> and now he never will. Be. Um, but, you know, just uh, addressing that, um, in personal news, I guess, or, you know, people people have been following the show for years. Um, my local bar shut down. You know, and, I, and I haven't, I, I know I've talked about it on the on the podcast. That's where I Tell us more about it. Tell us more. It's, it's, well, I mean, it's where, it's where my, where I celebrated my birthday. Um, and I, I, I think, I think since I started going there, I don't think a week went by where I didn't at least go one night to the tent. And once again, it was really close to my house and I, I liked the people that work there. Um, I liked the atmosphere. I liked the vibe. Um, unfortunately with the place being in a bad neighborhood, um, you know, I, I mean, I, this is totally speculation and this is, you know, through the grapevine and he said, she said bullshit, but you know, they had gotten robbed and, you know, like, you know, business was already business itself wasn't doing that great and then they got robbed and i think that was just like the str- the straw that broke the camel's back um uh with the place and you know and it's and it's not it's nobody's fault except for the fucking pieces of shit who decided to rob the place you know uh you know this unfortunately the bar's in a bad area and you know and and you know i dealt with this shit when i worked in when i worked in the right aid all those years in a bad area you know you deal with shoplifters you deal with panhandlers you deal with drunken alcoholics you know um, you know, the, the, the bar already wasn't doing that great as it was, you know, financially. And I guess, you know, you, you know, like the, the, the people who work there also had to be secure, you know, saying they never had a dedicated security person. And, and actually they had asked me a while back, like about a year ago, if I wanted to work their security, but what they were offering in pay was, uh, you know, <laughs> quite frankly, I'm like, I'm not, you know, cause usually guys that do security are big fucking oafish motherfuckers who, you know, got nothing else better to do with their time. And I'm like, if I'm going to be sitting here doing security, you're going to have to compensate me a little bit more than that. So, um, I was offered a job to work there, but I just, and you know, and it just, it kills me because the place has been open, you know, this past month, you know, going through withdrawals. I'm so used to having a place to go chill and, and it wasn't even to drink. Like, you know, uh, you know, when I started this podcast, I was always a sober guy and stuff like that, but it wasn't to drink. Like they really, they legit had good fucking chicken wings. Um, they legit had, you know, good mozzarella, you know, all the, all the foods that, that bars serve, you know, I didn't think I had everything there that I pretty much liked. You know, they, they used to sell a, a, I think they called it like the big effing pretzel, which is like, it was like this bigger than a plate, you know, and it came with like garlic sauce and, 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 and cheddar cheese or, you know, like a cheese whiz that you could dip in and stuff like that. You know, so I like to go there and eat. I like to go there and drink. I like to go there and socialize and, and it's closed now. And, and, you know, I think the the people who own it are not going to open it. They don't plan on opening it. I mean, I don't know, maybe they'll sell it to somebody else who will reopen it. I mean, all the, uh, you know, everything is there 
you just you know when they open it they have to open it with a security you know you have to remember that this is not a good neighborhood <laughs> and, and and yeah no you should you should definitely have security either either it should be two people walking out at the same time or have a security guard that at least comes at the end of the night to uh you know yeah. escort them out. yeah and this is you know uh you know, it's one of those deals where, like, you know, bad things happen to good people because it was, you know, the, the person it happened to was a good person and, and a very, very sweet person and a very caring, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you hear, if I, if, I, if I heard someone's getting robbed, you know, let it be an asshole. You know, don't let it be the good nice person, you know. And then unfortunately, maybe, maybe the maybe the robbers, you know, they see that. They see someone's a nice person and they're like, oh, I'm going to make this person my victim. You know what I'm saying? Probably. And so, you know, so it's just and once again, I could be totally wrong. And I and I and I and forgive me if, if I'm spreading misinformation. But that's from what I understand. And like I said, I don't think financially they were doing that great. Um, you know, just with the cold weather and, and the college students don't, you know. And the funny thing is you go certain nights and the place was fucking packed. You, know, you can't fucking, you know, elbow to elbow with the college kids, you know, especially like on karaoke night and stuff like that. And then you go nights and there's, you know, there's three people there. So, I mean, but the tin roof is closed and it's breaking my fucking heart, you know. I, I mean, I like, I like, even the people that I didn't like who worked there, I like work, you know, the, the people I didn't get along with that well, I, I still like, you know, and it really felt like a family, and, and I, you know, and I've made friends, I've made friends with people who I know from there, and, and, you know, it's just sort of, you know, it just, it feels like the end of an era. Um, in the beginning of this episode, I, 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 I made a particularly long intro for this episode, because there was all these clips, it was from, basically from not being able to put out an episode for like a month and a half, uh, so I have a long intro. Part of the intro is is a video of actress Dana Dana De Lorenzo. Um, you know, there's a site called Cameo where uh, you know certain celebrities and stuff, like that. and it's all like you know lower tier celebrities. Let's be real here. You know, uh, like you could have them. I mean, you pay for it, and you could have them send you like an inspirational message. And I don't know. I was just fucking feeling really down about like my writing and stuff like that. And and there was a there's an actress Dana De Lorenzo who's on the show Ash versus the Evil Dead. And she was also on, for people who remember, uh, uh, Craig Ferguson, you know, the, the late night show with Craig Ferguson. Um, she was on that show for a little while as, like, she was playing this character, you know, the CBS executive, Beth, which was, like, you know, it was, like, this hot chick that was, you know, being, like, the censor of the show. And he would flirt with her and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, she's fucking gorgeous. So I have a... I, I, I commissioned a video for her to, you know, kind of get me inspired back to writing again and so you know she did it in her typical style and she curses a lot and stuff like that and i think she's fucking dead sexy so uh you hear a little bit of the video at the beginning of this podcast um let me see my back was fucked up and i think we were talking about this earlier but i was talking about my apartment and like my neighbor she orders a fucking refrigerator right and then doesn't make arrangements for the old refrigerator to be get taken down and the new refrigerator to be brought up so the delivery people just brought it to the fucking house and left it there so my other neighbor starts to help her and i of course i didn't i don't know what's going on in my house paying my my own business but then they knock on my door to fucking help help them take down one refrigerator and bring up another like i'm a fucking you know and my i my back my back was fucked up for like a week after that and it's like you know that's what you get for fucking helping people sometimes <laughs> You know, you gotta, you, gotta, you break your fucking back, you know. And once again, it was like the guy that asked me, and the guy that asked me has like two fucking foot casts and stuff like that, and he could barely fucking walk, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, I don't want to fucking say no, you know, the guy, you know, but, you know, next time fucking people to hire someone to carry this shit up the fucking stairs. Don't fucking ask your neighbors for shit, you know what I'm saying? Go fucking, go hire some neighborhood kids to come bring a fucking fridge up to your house, you know what I'm saying? You get, yeah, my back was so fucked up after, like, like literally for like a week and a half. My, like, and I went, I even bought like a back brace. I went to fucking like Lowe's and I bought like a, 
you know, the back brace for like construction workers and stuff like that. And, you know, it helped get my back back in order, you know, but I still like, I, every time I get up, I still kind of have to like twins just a little bit. Cause and don't be wrong. It's my fault. Also, I'm a fat fuck, but you know. Oh, my back was fucked up. And then, speaking of backs being fucked up, I mean, it's been so long since we've recorded the last episode. I got food poisoning over the Christmas break. Uh, Christmas Eve, I took my daughter to her mom's house. And then I went to a Wendy's at like 7.50. This is Christmas Eve, 7.50. I did not know. I thought the Wendy's, I saw cars outside. Uh, though I didn't know the Wendy's was closing at 8. And they must have, like, you know, just to get the fucking food out of the place. They must have not cooked it correctly because uh, I ate it. And it was like the true food poisoning where... I was good for that evening. You know, people people like, oh, I ate the food and I threw up. If you throw up right after eating the food, I mean, yes, it could be technically be food poisoning, but like true, true, true food poisoning doesn't get you until hours later. And like, I woke up and I just, I woke up and I just started throwing up and stuff like that. So, you know, so the past month I've had my back go out on me. I got fucking food poisoning. Um, Chris hasn't had good luck. That's the problem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, let me see. Then we'll, we'll get to the nerdy news in just a minute you know talk about you know uh we got the puerto rico earthquakes you know and and luckily like i have family in puerto rico and and a a good chunk of them are on facebook or at least the ones that aren't on facebook there are other relatives that can account for them on facebook luckily no one in my family has been um like deeply hurt or anything like that it's sort of like like their their mentality and because you know you're talking about uh, you know, an island that deals with fucking hurricanes every every year. So an earthquake is sort of like, you know, it's it's the same deal. It's like, you know, we have supplies, we have uh, we have everything we need. Uh, you know, it's just sort of like, uh, it's sort of basically, it's an inconvenience. Okay, you know, we're we're not gonna have electricity for a couple of days. You know, we have our water, we have our supplies. And then you saw that video about the people that there was like the emergency relief water that was from fucking Hurricane Maria mm. when they broke into the warehouse and it was like fucking pallets and pallets and pallets of fucking water. Yeah. Yeah. So that that shows once again a, a failure on this administration where somebody was in charge of that shit. And they said that the those pallets were covered in dust. And, you know, like uh, food gets uh, an expiration date, like, you know, and the bottles of water that were there had an expiration date of 2017. So that means, you know, however long, you know, the, however long, you know, food goes till it hits the expiration date. Usually I think it's about a year. And then three years past that, those pallets have been sitting. And, and uh, of all the disasters and, and, you know, and other hurricanes that have hit the island and stuff like that, that stuff has sat locked in a fucking warehouse because fucking administrators and, 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 and emergency see uh people have their fucking heads up their ass and you know and and basically we're keeping supplies that were there for emergency purposes fucking locked up you know what i'm saying and 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 you know like if you're that bad at resource management you know what were you waiting for i mean how many hurricanes hit since maria how many fucking you know earthquakes in the past couple months has hit puerto rico and for them to fucking find, you know, for, for the people on the island to go, hey, you know, there's water in this warehouse and people have to fucking break, <laughs> break into the fucking place, you know, to get water. It, it shows you a, a gigantic collapse in this administration. And quite frankly, it's it's hatred towards Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Trump administration has shown so much fucking disrespect and, and uh, towards Puerto Rico. I mean, overall, it shows disrespect for plenty of other people. But, you know, I, I've, I've, it hits me in a special place because fucking it's Puerto Rico. It's where my family's from. Um, Neil Pert, the drummer for Rush, died. Um, and then I also have in the in the in the news how Ethan Suplee, uh, people know him from 
you know, My Name is Earl and uh, the Butterfly Effect and uh, Varsity Blues, you know, this big heavy set guy, you know, he lost like 250 pounds and he got super jacked up, you know, and it's like, you know, I mean, I wish I wish him the best, but I mean, like, you know, you were my hero. You were supposed to be the big fat guy who used to represent us. And all of a sudden he's all jacked up like that. Ah, you know, I, long, I guess as long as he stays healthy, you know, that's the guy from Mallrats who are like, I see a sailboat. He goes, it's not a sailboat, it's a schooner. A schooner is a sailboat. All right. So I think, uh, unless you have anything to be, add. Paul, uh, yeah. No, not really. Right, not no. for the first half. Okay, we'll be back with their nerdy news. Uh, uh, oh, wait. How do, <laughs> I forgot how to go to. I forgot how to go to break. We'll be back with more Dick and Fart Joke. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. So I did not catch every uh, commercial at the Super Bowl, but we could talk about a couple of them. Um, they had shown the. Oh, one thing real quick. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't like political ads during the Super Bowl. I'm just gonna put that out there. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the fact that Trump and fucking Bloomberg, who's never gonna win a uh, a fucking primary. I don't like how they were able to do that. I, I don't think anybody should be able to do that, honestly. So yeah, it's it's like you know, uh, I, I and, and and don't get me wrong, I I totally understand what you're saying. The, there is a part of me that's like you know, money's money. It is it is like it is the most one of the most watched things in the world. I mean, it shouldn't, or maybe it should be like um maybe one of those equal time things like. <laughs> Like if Donald Trump has a thirty minute, thirty second ad, I guess you know they they have to give everybody a, a thirty second ad for whatever they charge. You know, I don't know. It's 
I mean, you got to let them have something, <laughs> you know, as for, you can't blame the Super Bowl if, you know, if, if they're going to pay. I mean, it also shows you, you know, what, what they're doing with their money. If, you know, if you're going to buy, buy money in the Super Bowl, you're, you really are fucking pandering. You really are stretching out to try to reach the people. Um, but all right, back to the trailers. And I was, I, I was looking for a list and my computer's taking forever to find the, the list, uh, online. But, uh, we could talk about the two shows that are coming to, uh, Disney Plus. There's the, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, commercial, and we see you know Falcon with the Falcon with the uh, Captain America shield, mm-hmm. and then we see Winter Soldier. Um, you know that looks interesting. I mean, you know, once again, these production values. You know, these basically look like movies. Looks like, you know, the, the, you know, let's, I mean, I don't think they've officially announced how many episodes, but I'm assuming it's going to be somewhere around like eight to 10 episodes. So even if it's eight to 10 episodes, you know, it's going to be an eight to 10 hour move, <laughs> you know, with the uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. I mean, you know, and once again, I mean, there was just a teaser, but you know, you already like, and I'm not even like, I'm not a big Winter Soldier or Falcon fan, <laughs> but like, you know, the, 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 the teaser had definitely gotten my interest. It looks it looks good. And, and there's a lot of places you could go with that. You know, two guys kind of fighting for the crown, fighting for the shield. You know, they're friends and, and you know, they're, they're probably going to, you know, fight amongst themselves. But, you know, they're going to, you know, eventually work together. Um, then there was the wandavision uh episode where it was um where they're they're like it's it's you know uh, a scarlet witch and the vision uh doing a uh like it looks like they're stuck in like a weird tv reality so like they haven't said uh you know i don't know if this is like is it is it wanda stuck inside her head is it is, is vision in a coma is it you know what what you know well he's not a coma he died in, in infinity or whatever Endgame, but uh, like you know, we don't exactly know what the premise is, but you know, you kind of got uh, Scarlet Witch and the Vision and like and like 50s I Love Lucy TV, then you got them like in uh, like the 70s uh, Brady Bunch TV, then they're like in uh, in like Roseanne uh, type TV show, so it's like it's this weird, it's gonna be a weird concept, and I don't know if it's like, and then there's like one part where like it's like one of them's in color, but they're in the black and white world, so it's gonna, it's definitely gonna be some sort of trippy, uh, you know, and I'm and I'm kind of glad. I, I, I'm glad that they're doing something different. Like, okay, you got the Winter Soldier and Falcon that are going to be like action. This one's going to be more, I mean, I guess just surreal, you know, sort of maybe like a Twin Peaks, just sort of weird and stuff like that. And then plus just the fact that the two characters in a in a domestic setting and stuff like that. I mean, that's obviously a, a new take. So, and, and I know from the comics, there was a comic where like the Vision, there's comics where like the Vision starts his own robot family. And so like his wife is made like, the his wife is the same robot as he is. And they have like two robot kids. And like they're stuck in like like their house looks very like you know archie you know 1950s happy days you know house they're living in like like the 50s style so um i'm pretty sure that was a big influence on on the show but you know you got my interest <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and you know obviously it's got the the pedigree of the marvel movies behind it so once again it's going to be another 10 to 8 to 10 hour movie uh on disney plus so i mean you know disney plus already has my money Actually, they have my boss's money since I steal his account. <laughs> but uh, I'm interested in that. Oh, and then they showed a, a real quick clip of Loki from the Loki show. Jesus. What? Was, oh, me stealing my boss's Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, but there's a there's a there's a clip from Loki. It almost looks like he's yeah. Like, 
Yeah, it, it looks like he's in a in like a prison outfit, and uh, you know, it almost looks like his hands are bound also. So that's sort of uh, interesting. Where and then I oh, I think they're saying since Loki's fucking with the timeline, uh, as someone they're explaining online, I think there's they're gonna introduce these characters that are sort of like uh, temporal guards. Like they keep they keep they make sure alternate universes and other timelines and stuff like that don't get way out of hand. So. If Toki, if Loki's been fucking with the timeline, I think they come and get him. Uh, since the last time we saw him was in Endgame, you know, he disappeared, and you know, then we had to deal with the other Loki. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. Once again, you know, these shows, you know, they're, they're I like how they're, you know, one's a time show, one's a weird surreal sitcom show, one's going to be an action show. So I kind of like that they're going in, in weird, different characters. Um, oh, and they also announced that Owen Wilson is going to be on the Loki show. Um, you know, nobody, nobody knows what it's going to be. You know, but of course. The, the 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 real hacky joke whenever someone said Owen Wilson's gonna be in Loki is everyone goes wow uh there's that i could have sworn i had more um there's star trek picard which i haven't seen but i i've, I've watched reviews online um, oh i have oh is it is it any good oh it's good it's definitely good oh. i mean i could talk about it a little bit okay yeah yeah enlighten us um i mean basically and this is kind of going to be like your little spoiler alert um basically what happens is is picard is retired and he retired not because he wanted to, but because he was pissed off that the Federation was like, oh, we're not going to help these people that are in need, which is the Romulans. And basically what happens is, is he gets pulled into this situation where he finds out that somehow data data's like i guess his positronic network somehow got used to turn to for him not turn but for him to get like twin daughters and like not twin daughters in the sense of like humans but twin daughters in the sense of um flesh and blood androids kind of thing going on so i think that basically just culminates into and I've, there's only been two episodes so far that basically Picard is trying to figure out what the hell is going on and is this a threat to you know the world and everything so it's turning out to be an interesting adventure basically so are data's daughters a threat to the world is that what you're saying or no it seems like it's the romulans that are the threat oh okay gotcha gotcha um all right so there was the black widow trailer once again looks good i mean you know what else can we add to the black widow trailer that we haven't already seen um you know you got my money um you got the guy who plays you got the guy from stranger things is you know the the, the russian captain america <laughs> um you know she says the line you know the avengers weren't my first family uh you know finally you know captain marvel had her movie so now we'll finally get our our, our black widow movie which we should have had a lot earlier um once again looks good you know i'm not i'm not shitting on it, it looks fucking fantastic and of course i'll be there um uh mulan there was a trailer from mulan um i didn't once again these are these are ones that i missed so but i mean i i don't think i've ever saw mulan the, the actual movie <laughs> so um and i know there's a lot of people who love that movie uh when i've when i've gone to karaoke i i've gone to karaoke on more than two or three occasions i've had people sing that i'll make a man out of you song um 
Which sounds a lot dirtier than it should be. Um, then... Oh, then uh, Fast and Furious 9, which fucking make people's heads explode. Uh, hashtag Justice for Han. I never got into the fa- Fast and Furious movies, but I guess they're bringing the character Han from Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift, or whatever. Or it may not be him, maybe like a twin brother. I don't know what it is, but there's some sort of, you know, they're bringing back... There was that one movie that was sort of like off, that was really wasn't connected to the rest of the movies, so they're, they're, they're finally close. Closing that loop by by addressing whatever the hell happened in Fast and Furious three into Fast and Furious nine, you know, and then you know between this and 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 Hobbs and Shaw, um, I think they're doing a Fast and Furious like kids cartoon on Netflix. Um, I saw a rumor today online where they're gonna do like they're gonna have an all female Fast and Furious movie, you know, centric, you know, and then oh, and and then also in this trailer they introduce John Cena, and John Cena is supposed to be Vin Diesel's brother. So once again, uh, you know, you know these movies are getting ridiculous. But now that The Rock is busy doing other things john cena is going to come <laughs> you know it's like you know the the, the next uh john cena is going to be the next rock you know all the all the roles the rock puts away john cena will pick up um there was oh i did see a trailer for and this wasn't even in my notes the trailer for uh, a quiet place 2 um once again it was like a real teaser trailer i never i didn't see quiet place one but you know i hear good things so i'm kind of interested in that and so i can't think of any other trailers off the top of my head and none of them else are on this list that i'm looking at um all right and other things all right this these are two things that right now are being speculated on but i certainly hope they're true the one that came out today that i've seen on a couple sites already is they are courting sam raimi from spider-man you know the 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 Tobey Maguire uh, movies, the to- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Sam Raimi is being courted to direct Doctor Strange 2, which yeah, sounds, I saw that. sounds fucking fantastic. Now, don't be wrong. I liked Doctor Strange. And I part of me sort of like says, you know, let the director who did part one do part two only because like, you know, unless he unless he doesn't, you know, unless he left or something like that. He did a good job, and of course, you know that first movie is always kind of, you know, your hand is your hands are kind of tied because you're you're stuck doing the origin. You kind of have to do the origin and stuff like that. So I do not want to take any kind of credit or any kind of thing away from the original director who whoever directed uh, Doctor Strange one because I like Doctor Strange one. Uh, but that being said, if you're gonna tell me they could bring in Sam Raimi, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, <laughs> give that guy, you know, let him direct a couple episodes of Falcon and. <laughs> And Winter Soldier, because, um, you know, if you're telling me we have a chance to have Sam Raimi come back to the fucking Marvel Universe, you know, and this, like, proper uh, Marvel Universe now, um, fuck it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and you know, the, the Spider-Man movies, you know, they remember, people... People kind of forget that those movies were very comic booky. They were kind of like, even though they were, they, they were, they were live action, but they were, in a good way, like, cartoony or comic booky, you know what I'm saying? And I don't, and I mean that in the best possible way. So, you know, Sam Raimi has a ridiculous, incredible imagination. As a matter of fact, like I mentioned earlier, Ash versus the Evil Dead, you know, he was, he was a producer on that show and, and, and that show was fucking psycho. So, you know, Sam Raimi has not lost his touch, and and I would love to see what he does with um with the Doctor Strange. Not to mention that you know, uh, you know, eventually we're gonna get that Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness show on uh on on Netflix. Uh, I mean on Disney Plus, which is, but I mean that's gonna be animated. But you know, I wonder if Doctor Strange two will maybe 
give us a, a bridge into the multiverse of madness, you know, but you know, what's, I don't want to take anything away from the original director, but I mean, come on, Sam fucking rain. So I'm all for that. Uh, the other one that this one's a little bit older, uh, was that Taika Watiti, who just, I think he won some, some awards for uh Jojo rabbit. I saw Jojo rabbit. I didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I mean, it was okay. And it was funny. I don't know if it was worth any awards. And I hate saying that because I love Taika Watiti. Um, but like, you know, I, I, I've been, I've, I'm almost caught up on season one of What We Do in the Shadows, which is an FX show, but I watch it on Hulu, which is, you know, Taika Waititi was behind the, the original movie that that show was based on. And I'm pretty sure, and he's he's in a, he's in an episode of the, the of the show. So obviously the show gets a stamp of approval. Um, I want to say I liked Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if it was worth the <laughs> worthy of any awards um but i'm sorry so let me rewind here for a second uh taika waititi is being courted to maybe direct a star wars movie and i'm all for that shit absolutely give him a star Wars because i love thor ragnarok um you know i liked what we do in shadows the original movie um you know he was involved with uh you know involved with you know flight of the concords and stuff like that so if they gave him a Star Wars movie, and obviously, look, the, and and Taika Waititi was the voice of IG88 and the Mandalorian show. I think he directed an episode also of the Mandalorian show. So he's already, you know, he's already dipped his feet in the water. He's already there. So I, I you know, I, I think this is more than just a rumor. I think it's just it just hasn't been confirmed yet. But you know, Taika Waititi doing a Star Wars movie, you know, shut up and take my money, absolutely. Um, and obviously he'll make it fun. He'll make it, you know, if he'll do like what he did with. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. And, and even like Jojo Rabbit. I mean, there's a fucking movie about Nazi Germany and he made a, a, a fun movie about Nazi Germany. Um, okay. What else? Oh, and, uh, well, speaking of the Mandalorian, uh, and it's, you know, it's kind of cool. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, the Picard show, it's coming out once a week. Um, last, uh, you know, we talked about it last year. You know, uh, the Watchmen came out once a week. Um, what was the other show that I wanted to say? Um, uh, the Mandalorian came out once a week. Uh, we need more shows. You know, I mean, oh, yes, okay, we live in the golden age of television and there's all these million streaming services, but I think they need to go back to, um, not having shows come out in one big bin, you know, bingeable block. I don't, I don't like that. I think uh, the Watchmen, Picard, uh, 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 Mandalorian, good fucking shows that, you know, let people breathe in between episodes. Don't pump them all out at once. Now, that being said, one show that was pumped all out at once, uh, that I got, I got into was The Witcher on, uh, on, on Netflix. Um, it was, it's, it's, it's definitely good. Uh, the one thing, and it's not even, it's, this is not even a, a, a complaint, but like, You'll be watching the show, and then it it veers off from The Witcher, and it goes tells you this whole other side story. And you're like, "What do I give a fuck about these other people? I want to watch the show about The Witcher. I don't care about these people." But what they do is the show kind of veers off and gives you these other characters, and then like then the characters will come into play like an episode later. So it's sort of weird how how the show kind of did, that. and it almost it did that like I want to say damn near every episode except towards the end when all the, the storylines started coming together and stuff like that, where it's sort of like you're watching the show, and then all of a sudden it just goes to somebody and like who the fuck is this guy and why should i give a fuck about him and at first it's a little irritating because you're like you're given this character that you have no context about but then they bring the character in the next episode or later on in the episode and you're like oh and it's but generally it's been like when a character is introduced or, or a whole family or whatever they're introduced in one episode they generally don't give the payoff until the next episode so i guess that is a show that you do kind of have to or binging helps because <laughs> like i said you you go out you watch a character and you're like who the fuck is this guy and then then the next episode oh okay that's why he's there for this so um uh the witcher which was good 
Um, there was the crossover uh, episodes of the Crisis on on Infinite Earths, where we had you know uh, Burt Ward as Robin, even though he was in it for two seconds, if I understand it correctly. Um, you know, there was allusions to the Michael Keaton Batman. Uh, you know, then you had uh, uh, Brandon Routh, you know, with his version of Superman, which was you know from uh, it was from his movie, but you know there was also allusions that it's the Kingdom Come Batman. I mean, Kingdom Come uh, Superman. Uh, but the I think the big surprise that luckily everyone kind of kept quiet about until the came the episode came out was there was a connection where the flash meets the justice league movie flash uh which i uh, which got took a lot of people by surprise which now connect you know the you know henry cavill was in the witcher you know and then henry cavill played superman so with the the crisis on infinite earths you know they've got they've connected the flash tv show with the flash you know the the movie version of the flash and actually um, let me rewind there for a second um about the witcher um when you're watching The Witcher, it makes you realize what a good fucking actor Henry Cavill is. He's a good fucking actor. And it's almost a shame that, like, they, they, they've they yet to give him a good Superman movie. He had, you know, Man of Steel and, and Justice League and Batman v Superman. And, and none of those scripts were good enough because when you watch The Witcher, he is he is a good actor. And, and you know, as a guy being conflicted who wants to be good, because one of the the big things about the witcher that happens in almost every episode also is that you know he his job is to fight monsters and there's all these people who think he's an assassin and they want him to fight people and kill people and then once again and he only kills monsters that are that are like a problem he's not going to kill a monster just because it's a monster and and plus also you know you got to pay him <laughs> but you know so he in the show it, it, they show that conflict where he's not there to just kill whatever, you know, his job is to kill everything that moves. Half the time, he doesn't even want to kill the fucking thing that, you know, he wants to chill and go about his day. But, you know, if there's a monster and the monster's a bad monster is doing bad things, you know, then it's his job and he'll kill it. Of course, he has to get paid. You know, it's got to you got to toss the coin to your witcher. But, um, you know, it just shows what a good actor Henry Cavill is. And had the scripts been better, people probably would have been loving the DC universe. Like the DC universe probably... You know, of course, Marvel had a head start and, and, and stuff like that. And so I don't want to say it would have been good as the Marvel movies. But I think if you gave Henry Cavill uh, the right script, he would have fucking... A lot of people would be giving Superman a lot more respect. Um, and speaking of, you know, crossover or whatever, uh, Christian Bale is going to be in a Marvel movie. Oh, shit. I forgot which one he's going to be in. <laughs> Christian Bale is coming to the Marvel Universe, which is going to be very weird. Um, I forgot. Or, or is he coming to or- a show? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He's coming to Thor, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. So um, that's just gonna be weird, <laughs> you know. One, you know, one of the best Batmans. You know, no disrespect to Batfleck. You know, uh, to see him in a. But then again, he changes the way he looks all the time. So you know, by the time he gets to Thor, he may change up his look. You know, I don't know if he'll. You know, you know he's been. You know, he's gotten real skinny. He was fat when he was playing Dick Cheney. You know. Who knows what who knows what Christian Bale will get <laughs> when he finally gets a Thor. Um, and then uh, as we're recording this, uh, like tomorrow night, I have plans to go see uh, Birds of Prey, which you know, uh, which is still technically connected to that universe, you know, with the um, you know with the Suicide Squad and and stuff like that. This is pretty much a you know, and, you, and we do have a Suicide Squad movie, Suicide Squad movie coming out, you know, eventually with, directed by James Gunn. So this is connected to the Henry Cavill uh, universe. Um, so. 
I'm, you know, I'm excited. I want to see Birds of Prey. Um, you know, I love the fact that Rosie Perez is playing Montoya. Uh, I mean, she's a little, I looked it up, she's 55, uh, but she still looks great. And, and, you know, but I mean, I guess, you know, and it's kind of cool because now she can play like an older Montoya. She can play someone that, you know, has been so fucking grizzled by, you know, working in Gotham or working in, in a world where, you know, criminals are just allowed to go crazy that, you know, she's disillusioned and stuff like that. So, you know, you, you can't really, you can't take a 25 year old girl and make her disillusioned, <laughs> you know, it'd be very easy to just get any hot young actor, hot young Spanish actress and have her play Montoya. I kind of like the idea of, of of an older Rosie Perez who is still fucking sexy in my opinion, but is still fucking badass and play Montoya. I mean, the other characters I'm not too familiar with. Obviously, you know, I like I like um, what's her face uh, as uh, as you know, I like Margot Robbie as as Harley Quinn. But you know, and but of course, you know, this movie they're trying to you know she's not all they don't make her all about being a sex symbol. You know, they're trying to give her like the girl power. Like in the last movie, she was a sex symbol, but she was also fucking you know abused by the Joker. So I understand what they're trying to do. They want to emancipate her and give her make her girl power which i'm i'm all for you know what i'm saying but i mean i like her as harley quinn and uh you know i'm i'm very interested to see where we're going with this you know ewan mcgregor is black mask uh, you know i want to see that uh, so i'm 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 very excited to go see birds of prey i mean i'm i know i'm a dc fanboy so i'm probably going to like it more than the average person but you know it's like i'm more excited to see birds of prey than i ever was to see joke <laughs> you know give me that give me give me give me more birds of prey give me Suicide Squad 2, you know, get, you know, now that we had the Flash in that crossover, I wonder if there's any more, you know, gas in the engine of getting us, you know, a, a Flash movie, you know, Aquaman 2, uh, uh, Shazam Part 2, uh, they're the Black Adam movie, which uh, what The Rock is doing. So Yeah, I mean, The Rock will be uh, doing that this summer. Yeah, so there's they're, they're still, they're still tank, they're still gas in the tank for the dc universe and, and getting movies out there and, and i'm all for it uh so i think that pretty much has hit all my notes uh that i had uh you know once again we want to thank everybody unless there's anything else you want to add in there Paul. no that's it all right so we want to thank everybody for sticking with us uh we apologize for being out, out of the loop for a little while it's just the new year and having technology problems stuff like that hopefully 2020 uh, will uh, be better for us. Um, you know, I got things going on in my life, personal-wise, which, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx it, and I don't want to talk about it too soon, but, you know, uh, you know, as Valentine's Day comes around, I might actually have a Valentine. <laughs> you know, I won't get I, know. Deep, I won't get deep into that, because it's still it's still new and, and everything like that. Um, but yes, she is aware of the podcast and stuff like that. Uh, she was going to be in the house today uh, while we recorded, which I, I would have felt weird with her, like just like sitting there while I, I record while she does whatever she does on her laptop. Oh, her. now you know how I feel. <laughs> now you know how I fucking feel. Thank you. Um, but you know, it's sort of you know, but she was more than happy. Like I'll I'll, I'll hang out while you record, and I'm like you know, and, and and she has stuff to take care of. So you know, uh, let's let's you know, let me, I don't want to talk about it too much. I don't want to fucking jinx it. Um, but uh, you know, uh, 2020. Although you know, the world is going to hell. Um, you know, and my landlord's raising my rent. Uh, <laughs> you know, as as bad things happen, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll we'll, we'll persevere and we'll we'll you know, you know, don't get me wrong. Even if I do start, 
you know, getting into a serious relationship, I'm always going to be the angry, miserable, uh, cock-sucking bastard that I've always been. Um, <laughs> you? No, no. I'm never gonna, I'm never no. gonna lose that side of me. Uh, you know, what I'm saying if I meet someone and they're cool and, and everything's nice, I mean that's all fine and good, but I, I will always be the miserable cocksucker I've always been on this podcast. I promise you that. Um, so uh, let's wrap it up. That's, that's what she said. said. Uh, please visit Two Strangers One Podcast that net where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes, uh, iTunes. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, who the fuck still has an iPod? Uh, but if so, you can subscribe to us there. Uh, if you don't have any of those i devices, if you have an Android device, you can. Uh, ah. Download us, listen to us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app. I put it on Listen Later and available offline, uh, those options. So when I'm out and about, I'm not killing my data or I'm killing my battery. I could just uh, get all my episodes while I'm in my Wi-Fi spot. Or, you know, if you go to McDonald's or Starbucks or whatever. I mean, now I work from home and, uh, you know, I don't need the Wi-Fi as, as much as I used to. I mean, you know, and before I was like sitting in parking lots of like... <laughs> mcdonald's and stuff like that um i can get everything I, I need right in the house and you know listen to podcasts as i take care of things around the house uh you can do that so of course you know any podcast worth listening to is on stitcher and of course paul's other baby the tsunami faithful podcast is available on the stitcher app if you want to write to us you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com that's two strangers one podcast at gmail.com which is i I should have checked the email while I'm looking it up now. Um, we want your money. We need your money. But until then, until I get a chance to actually get my uh, get something set up here, I've been just between work and everything like that. I really haven't had a chance to. But maybe we should set up a Patreon. But until then, uh, you can. It takes two seconds to like and subscribe. It'll probably be me that'll have to do that. Yeah. Uh, it takes two seconds to like and subscribe. Uh, like our page on Facebook. Subscribe to us. Uh, you know, share this episode. Share the whole. Share everything on Facebook. And I just I checked out email right now. No emails right now. Let me see. That maybe I should check the spam folder. <laughs> but if you want to write to us, two strangers one podcast at gmail .com, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. All right. Nothing in the spam folder. Oscar. The last time Oscar wrote us was like september of last year or so oscar if you're out there where are you buddy come on go send me send me a nice hate email tell me how my relationship's gonna fail and i'm gonna lose my job and i'm not gonna work at home and my landlord's gonna you don't want him out. to do that and i gotta shave this stupid beard off my face and as a matter of fact like you know uh, the beard is probably what's helping me <laughs> find love <laughs> You know, ladies like the beard, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, what else? Oh, you can find if uh all the podcasts, all that. Okay, and you can also find us on uh our main hosting site, SoundCloud, and make every episode available uh for download. Uh, we've been on SoundCloud for about like three years now. Uh, it's gonna. It's so weird to think that like in a couple months we'll be hitting the podcast will be hitting its eight year anniversary. Uh, but if you want to hear anything before the past three years, you can find that those episodes on YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, along with that, you could also find my audio book, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. It's also on our YouTube page. You can find my three albums. I just I spent a couple days last week uploading all the songs. Uh, I have three albums out under my 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 musician name is xlnyc um i put out my third album called is this the end my friend uh i guess the the spoiler it's not because i'm working on the next album now <laughs> and then once again it's, it's electronica music it's stuff that uh, and the one thing particularly cool about this album is i actually i i kind of sampled a lot of 
there's people who put out like guitar tracks online and it's it's like for people for drummers to practice and stuff like that but i, t- I kind of took like cool guitar riffs and i put it in with the music so i and i usually don't generally talk about my music but i'm particularly happy for this album I, like i i i like it a lot so if you go on uh youtube search the two strings will podcast the name of the album is is it the end, my friend? Uh, with a question mark. Uh, but you should be able to find a playlist on our YouTube page. I'm particularly proud of these tracks, so please check them out. Um, and my audiobook and all that other stuff. Um, it's on YouTube, or you, you could even find the links on uh, Two Strangers One Podcast.com or Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Um, I think I've said everything I need to say. I acquiesce the 40. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can find me on Instagram, uh, just at Paul Biscrillo as well. And you can email me, Paul Biscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com if you want to hit me up like Oscar did one time and complained about Chris all the time. So there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And we're dealing with the we're dealing with the delay again. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. Delays, delays, delays. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want you double here? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist, Lynette. I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, And if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. 
L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I know on. you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I and will his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. and You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.